Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter and host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. We are exactly three months from the California primary in March. That is so hard to believe. Golden State voters will be choosing candidates for president, U.S. senator, and some hotly contested congressional seats, along with local races. Yeah, that election is 91 days away, 13 Tuesdays from today. But, of course, uh, voting will begin 28 days before that, so that'll be February 6th, just two months from now, uh, one day later than normal because it's a leap year, and that means you can start casting ballots, yeah, just two months from today. And this Friday is the deadline to file to run, which is why we're seeing a flurry of new candidacies this week. Former Speaker of the House Kevin McCarthy of Bakersfield has to decide by Friday if he's going to seek another term as a backbencher or, or call it a career and retire from Congress. And we now have no fewer than 10 people declaring to succeed Anna Eshoo in the House after she announced recently that she will not seek re-election from that peninsula and Silicon Valley seat in 2024, Patty and Brett. Yeah, we had one of them on, uh, former San Jose Mayor Sam Licardo, on this very program last Friday. So, Doug, so who else is uh, running for that seat? Well, the three big names in the hat so far are ring hats in the ring, I guess. Sam Licardo, who you had on last Friday. Joe Simidian, the longtime uh, supervisor, assemblyman, state senator, mayor, city council member from the South Bay, Palo Alto, and Environs. Uh, he's in. And then today, Evan Lowe announced that he's running. He's the uh, young assemblyman representing that district. So Licardo, Lowe, and Simidian are the three well-known uh, local office holders all running for that seat. And then there are seven other people, mostly Democrats, uh, a couple Republicans, uh, some people who've run before, uh, You know, not people who are younger, less viable, don't have as much money. Uh, but those are the three big names that we're watching. You care to handicap the race at this point? Well, and we'll see. Again, you, there's a few days left. Someone else could still get in. Uh, I've been struck, and we talked with Anna Eshoo about this, by the absence of a, an especially prominent woman uh, in the field, given that that seat has been held by a woman for so long. Uh, but we'll see if someone steps forward. But, um, you know, Joe Simidian, I mean, he's 70. He's, he's been wanting to run for Congress forever. He has had his committee set up to run for Congress, I don't know, 15 years maybe? He, so he's got the most money because he's been salting money away for this very eventuality for, uh, you know, a decade and a half. 
And he was mayor of Palo Alto. He was on the city council. He was on the board of supervisors. He was in the legislature, then back to the board. So he's very well known. And he comes out of the gate with probably the most money and a lot of endorsements and a lot of connections. So he has to be considered among the front runners. And then, of course, Sam Licardo, two-term mayor of San Jose. He's very well known. Evan Lowe, you know, he's younger. He's more progressive. Uh, he's Asian. He's gay. So he brings different things to the table. Um, it's hard to say who really has the edge there. He's probably the most progressive of the three. But Simidian's probably the best known. But don't count out Sam Licardo either. So it's going to be a very interesting race to watch. What's interesting is we, when we talked to the former mayor of San Jose, Sam Licardo, on Friday during your program, uh, he, he hadn't made it official. But he was hinting at it. And he doesn't have a lot of time. I mean, Friday... Uh, as you say, people start voting in February. So do you think that the the longer you wait, uh, does that put you at a disadvantage? Yeah, and he has made it official now. He's got a website oh, okay. up and running. He, he filed the paper, so he's in. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, I mean, the thing here was is a really compressed timeline because people thought Anna, as she was running for re-election, she had said she would uh, around even before Nancy Pelosi said she would. Uh, so when pe- when she changed her mind, that gave people just a few weeks to, first of all, make that decision. Do I want to run? Second of all, you know, can I raise the money? Do I have the connections? Can I get the endorsements? Can I really do this? You know, those are tough conversations you got to have with your family, with people in your community. So it was really only a matter of a couple of weeks for people to get this up and running, which is why you saw Sam Licardo just last week, Joe Simidian just last week, Evan Lowe just today. And that's why I think it's possible someone else will, will emerge in the next couple of days um, who may be working on this behind the scenes. So, yeah, it doesn't give you a lot of time. And then the campaign itself is only two months and then people start voting. So there's not a lot of time to get those yard signs up, get your name out there and, you know, decide where you stand on all the key issues. What other key local races are you watching? Well, obviously, we have another big congressional race in the East Bay, the Barbara Lee seat. And, you know, it's funny. We talk about whenever one of these seats opens, oh, it's a rare opportunity. But in fact, we had Jackie Spear retire, be replaced by Kevin Mullen. Eric Swalwell, well, he's been there a while now. Ro Khanna uh, took out Mike Honda. Um, now you've got two more in the SU and Barbara Lee seats. And frankly, you know, Nancy Pelosi, how many more times will she run? Zoe Lofgren, Saulnier in the East Bay, they've been around a while. I mean, we could have a pretty large turnover of the Bay Area congressional delegation over the next few years, with the exceptions perhaps, perhaps of Ro Khanna, Eric Swalwell, and Jared Huffman in Marin. Uh, a lot of them have, have been there a while. And so we have the Barbara Lee race, and now we're going to have the, this Anna SUC. These are the ones we'll watch most closely uh, as we get towards March. Let's get into that a little bit with the U.S. Senate race, because uh, there are some big names uh, in the race uh, for the U.S. Senate. So where is that? I mean, is there a new chapter since uh, we last talked about it? Uh, well, I think it's sort of solidifying that it looks very much like Adam Schiff versus Katie Porter fighting for those top two spots with Barbara Lee trying to break through. She gets a lot of endorsements. Uh, she set herself apart with her more progressive views, particularly on the war uh, between Israel and Hamas. But it's not being reflected in the polling or the fundraising. Then you've got a handful of Republicans. Steve Garvey, of course, is the biggest name there. The surprising thing about Steve Garvey, he jumped up in the polls right away because older voters know him. People in Southern California know him. But he hasn't been out campaigning. I've heard nothing from him. He's not fundraising publicly. He's not doing events. I mean, I get constant press releases and information from these other campaigns and not much from the Steve Garvey camp. And I don't know if that means he's working mostly behind the scenes to raise money and line up support. 
But it seems to me he's got an opportunity to crack that top two if he can consolidate the Republicans behind him. We're going to have to see if he's able to do that. At the moment, he's kind of laying low. But if one of those Republicans can't break through, it's looking very much like it's a fight between the three top Democrats. And at the moment, Schiff and Porter have, have a significant advantage, both in name recognition statewide and in fundraising and so far in the polling, too. What about the presidential campaign in California? Pretty sleepy so far. Yeah, and that's because it's pretty much a foregone conclusion, right? I mean, Joe Biden and Donald Trump are going to win the California primary and get all those delegates or the lion's share of them. Um, you know, in the, in the Democratic side, Joe Biden's essentially unopposed. I would expect he'll be out here campaigning to raise some money a couple more times. Uh, on the Republican side, you know, Ron DeSantis has been out here. Uh, they've all been out here. Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis, Chris Christie. They're kind of the last three standing, I think, to take on Trump. I mean, I think this is going to this field is going to winnow down even more. Uh, we had Doug Burgum, the, the Dakota governor, drop out yesterday. Uh, I think by the time California votes in March, it might just be Trump in the Republican field, or it's possible there'll be you know one uh, opposition still standing, whether it's Nikki Haley or, or uh, Ron DeSantis or possibly Christie. But they're all sort of banking, you know, in DeSantis's case, really focusing on Iowa. Christie really focusing on New Hampshire. Nikki Haley, her home state of South Carolina. They're all trying to break through and be that alternative, that number two person to stay in this thing a little longer. But yeah, they're, at the moment, they're all just coming out here to raise money. There isn't much of a race to run in California. We'll see if that changes as we get closer to March. And as I said, to February when we start voting. Thank you, Doug. All right. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to speak with one of those uh, candidates for Congress in the South Bay, Evan Lowe. He'll be with us tomorrow afternoon. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You'll find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.